0: Patreon.com slash Uh, $4 a month gets you in there.
1: Baseball, Blue Jays, and more baseball.
2: It's The Walk-Off with Scott Belford and Adam Mack.
1: This ball is crushed. The Die Hard Podcast for the casual fan. Wire. And another one.
2: I wanted to hop on here because you have a theory. Now, before we get into this, yes, this is a little bit of a conspiracy theory because we don't know what's wrong with Alec. He finished third in Cy Young voting just in October and is now literally, numbers-wise, he's the worst pitcher in baseball with the amount of starts that he has. And something is seriously wrong with the kid.
0: So, this morning I was watching David Sampson's podcast, Nothing Personal, friend of the show.
1: Hi, I'm David Sampson from Nothing Personal with David Sampson. You are watching The Walk-Off with Scott and Adam.
0: He ends his show with about a five-ish minute segment on this Alec Manoa
1: outing. Alec Manoa's not hurt. He just stinks. If you're trying to get your player to work on something, here's a word of advice. You don't leave him out there to get embarrassed by giving up 11 runs in two and two thirds innings. If you see that he's having a bad inning, pull him, work on it on the side without the cameras, then you can be proactive and say, our plan was to get one inning of work and he did exactly what we wanted him to do, he'll be out again in five days. You have to make it seem like you're protecting your player. You have to. Instead, they hung him out to dry. And a little quote from John Schneider after the fact, saying, hey, everything was perfect. They were sending a message. There's something else going on there. Because the only reason you leave him out to give up 11 runs in two and two-thirds innings is if you're pissed off.
0: You don't run them out for three innings to get embarrassed unless you're sending a message. That makes sense to me. So who is the message aimed at? It has to be aimed at Alec Manoa, right? You're not sending a message to the fan base by embarrassing him. You're not sending a message to trade partners that, hey, we're fucked, Right? So you're sending it to Alec Manoa. Why?
2: This is where the conspiracy theory for me takes off. Okay. Now, before you get into that, I do wish to reiterate a few things that you just brought up. Number one, I think the the idea of a message being sent makes a lot of sense here for a few reasons. And I love the way David Sampson broke this down. Because if you look at his line, They could have pulled him after two innings. He'd given up five earned runs at that point. So sending him back out in the third, unless, like you said, you're trying to send a message, it truly makes no sense, especially in his first game out of the lab. Where you know all eyes
0: are going to be on Twitter. All all eyes eyes. are going to be all over the place. How did he he do?
2: How did he do? He would have got torn apart. With the, with the five earned runs over two innings. So sticking him back out there is truly an odd thing to do. And I do want to also bring up the fact that we have had Robert DiBernardo on our show twice. He is the head of the mental performance department. A very, very um, prevalent area the Blue Jays focus on is the mental performance department. This mm-hmm. is a very important, a, a very important department that has grown in size year after year. The blue Jays know all about the mental side of the game. And Adam and I can attest to, and all you got to do is watch the episodes with Robert Bernardo; He's brilliant. He's mm-hmm. literally basically a psychologist. He knows all the ins and outs of the human brain, how, how, fragile confidence can be. And so this is where this conspiracy comes into play, because the more I think about it, the more I'm like the blue Jays knew or had to know what they were doing. There's no way you can convince me. They're a bunch of bumbling idiots and maybe they are. And if that's the case, that is a a much bigger, much problem. bigger problem. Yes. I'll, I'll throw back to you here, Adam.
0: All right. I want to draw attention to this Scott Mitchell tweet, Uh friend of the show, Scotty Mitchell, TSN. Mm-hmm. We did out yesterday, talked to a couple people who had eyes on Alec Manoa's Florida Complex League outing today. And there's not much positive to report that would say, well, ignore that ugly line. It wasn't great. We may still be at ground zero. Mm -hmm. So the message coming out of that outing, not good. It's as bad as it looks. Is basically, there was not much protection of Alec Manoa. Not much good to say. Um. So so why? Why if we're operating under that understanding that this was to send a message? Okay, so let's just start here with an asterisk. First asterisk of many. Speculation that this was intentional to send a message to Manoa. Why are we sending the message? Well, we know. Alec Manoa has confidence off the charts, right? He's world famous for his trash talking. Being fiery. on Sergio Baca's to show, uh, throwing darts at Garrett Cole. He's it's part of why we love Alec Alec Manoa, right? Mm-hmm. Is that fiery confidence. But it's a fine line
2: between confidence and arrogance. That is such a huge statement fine fine line between confidence and arrogance and arrogance is shit man arrogance gets you into trouble arrogance is going to be detrimental to a team arrogance is going to get you into situations that you put yourself there because you refuse to listen to others
0: confidence gets you out of a jam arrogance well ask madison Bumgarner what arrogance gets you well, we don't have
2: this,
0: We don't need this to turn into a, a Madison Bumgarner video. You shared a picture today that you found on Twitter. Mm-hmm. It was a side-by-side, and if I have the technical skills, I will try to pull this up uh, so everybody can see what I'm talking about now. But a side-by-side comparison, Alec Manoa 2021 versus Alec Manoa 2023. I think it's a shot from spring training. He doesn't have a jersey on. He's in a tank top.
2: It is a shot from spring training, and what has happened, or there are rumors that have come out. Listen again, we cannot emphasize enough: speculation. We don't know anything, okay? But there were rumors that have come out in the last couple of days that Alec Manoa came into training camp in early March, weighing in at three hundred and twenty pounds. That's I don't where I get say you. to that.
0: That's complacency. That's complacency born out of arrogance. That's, I just finished third in Cy Young voting. I'm the shit.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Maybe. Okay. Again, Maybe. asterisk, we don't know. We're just trying to understand why, right? We're talking it out. So feel free to light us up in the comments. I'm a fat boy myself. Who am I to criticize someone else for being out of shape? Yes, Alec Manoa is still twice. Three times, a thousand times the athlete that I could ever dream to be, but
2: if Manoa, but we're not is... comparing out like Manoa to us, okay? This is the thing, right? Like, I I know that when it comes to conditioning, it's a fine line between being a shithead and there are making an actual point.
0: I was just having this conversation with my daughter the other day. There is a big difference between, like. Being big and being fit like you. A lot of big people are very fit fit, and a lot of small people are very unhealthy right here. (laughs) We got both ends of the spectrum on the screen right now. Um, All right. So, again, if Alec Manoa is 300 pounds, maybe that's a sign that you can call it his work ethic has slipped. You could say he's maybe become complacent. You could say the confidence has bubbled over into arrogance, whatever. We're not here to define why he's so big. But if the goal of sending him to Florida, to the Florida Complex League, as opposed to just a demotion to AAA to work on things, was to like knock him down a peg, give him a reality check, like, hey, you are so far from where we need you to be. Right. And maybe, again, speculation, I have no reason to believe this is true, but maybe he has not taken the demotion well.
2: That is such a good point. We have heard absolutely nothing from this Blue Jays organization when it comes to what Alec Manoa is doing and how he has taken this demotion. And that's fair. Keep it quiet. But what Um, if there's been pushback from him? And I, I think that's where this conspiracy theory is going. What if Alec Manoa was sent down and hasn't put his nose to the grindstone like this organization was hoping this demotion would motivate him?
0: So I'm wondering, maybe behind closed doors, at the complex, in the meeting rooms, at the gym, in the batting cages, maybe... I'm not, this isn't a quote, this is speculation, but maybe he's like, fuck this, I'm better than this, this is some bullshit right here, right? There's a, even there's if it's a not to that
2: extent, even if it's not to that extent, right. right? Even if it's just he hasn't bought in like they wanted him to Hasn't
0: buy him. bought in, thank you, that's it, right? Like he hasn't necessarily been like, wow, holy fuck, I am a potential, I have Hall of Fame talent, I need to, This is a real dose of reality that I need to do. Like, I need to make it work, right? Maybe any resistance is going to be a a big red flag for everyone in that complex who's trying to help him, right? They're not looking for pushback. At all.
2: Especially considering the amount of rope they gave him before demoting him. Let's be serious. They gave him every single opportunity available to get right in the majors.
0: So here's where my conspiracy theory kicks into high gear. His first outing, again, if the last four weeks have not been a total buy in from Alec Manoa and he has been resistant and pushing back. Maybe Which he might not be.
2: Which, which he, he might, might not, not
0: be. be. Sure. But to put him out there, you got blown up in the second inning. Put him back out there for the third inning. Blown up some more. We're sending a message. Why are we sending it? Just the only thing that makes sense to me is that he's not buying in. And this is a... a, a, a
2: they need him to hit Bottom.
0: They need him to hit bottom. They need him to undeniably recognize that he's at bottom. He's at rock bottom. And if he has any ounce of confidence left, maybe they need to absolutely squeeze that out of him, right? They need to set the bridge on fire and rebuild it from scratch.
2: So conspiracy time. It reminds me of the scene from Bull Durham when... Kevin Costner is trying to get the young rookie pitcher to do what he's saying and he refuses. And then he goes in with this rookie on the mound and he literally tells the batter what's coming right. and so the this, guy hammers it. So this
0: is my conspiracy theory. This is where maybe you've been watching for 13 minutes and you're like, okay, yeah, this makes sense. I am I might lose half of you right here. Okay. It's the bull Durham approach. It's the message comes from up high to the catcher. Hey, we're going to tip everyone of Manoa's pitches because if he's not buying in, right, if he is giving resistance in the meeting rooms and at the gym saying, I'm better than this. I don't need this. I just got to work on a couple of things. And they're saying, no, you need a mega overhaul in X, Y, Z. If he goes out, and he pitches three shutout innings, nine up, nine down, nine strikeouts. Well, that's not going to be very conducive to him listening better in the meeting room tomorrow, right? Maybe they did that. Maybe they went to the catcher and they said, hey, we're going to tip every pitch. Hey. Hey. You know, fastball what? I mean, high, they... slider away. Here's what's coming. And then Alec Manoa, even if he feels good, is getting ripped around, right? Because then if, again, big a- asterisk, pure speculation here, but if he's being pissy in those backroom meetings and has given them the old you," I'm better than this, I have Cy Young stuff. Well, then after yesterday's outing, it's going to be a hell of a lot easier for everyone in that meeting room to look at him and fire back with a. Your Cy young stuff just got lit up by eighteen year olds. So yeah. sit the fuck down, shut the fuck up, and get to fucking work. Like even if again.
2: even if the conspiracy doesn't run to that extent where they're actually tipping Manoa's pitcher pitches, which I I would be very doubtful of that. But I do like the idea that this was an opportunity, a window opened for management here with Manoa struggling. In those first two innings. And again, I cannot emphasize enough how much this Blue Jays organization invests in mental health and knows about the mental side of the game. There is no way with a guy who has his confidence shaken as badly as Alec Manoa that you send him and David Sampson brought this up. There's no way you send him back out. If you're just trying to build on a few good little things, even look at Alec Manoa's line. He didn't give up any runs in that first inning. Yeah. He allowed a single. He got out of it. The second inning, he gave up five runs and that hurt it would have been the perfect spot to remove him because Mm -hmm. it even shook his confidence a little bit. Yeah. So to put him back out in the third, to put him back out in the third. And again, we don't know anything. This could be grasping at straws to try and figure out what happened to our ace Cy Young candidate from 2022. And I know that that's part of it, but I just don't think that there's any way that this was done Accidentally. I mean.
0: This isn't a perfect analogy here. But I'm going to bring up the. Patrick Waugh. Shelling in Montreal. 20 some odd years ago. Almost 30 years ago now. Just absolutely humiliated in that. He was not having a good game. They left him out there for
2: all of them <laughs> all of them
0: there was and he's just like look i fucking pull me and they're like no we're going to leave you in immediately demands a trade the next day yeah right like he's like fuck you guys i'm fucking out of here yeah basically right i'm oversimplifying what happened but you've got to protect your stars these are fragile egos as confident as they might be you've got to protect them and this is not protecting Alec Manoa. We can at least agree on this. They did not protect Alec Manoa by which sending was, him out there for a third inning.
2: So which if was that's an intentional move. An organizational flaw or strategy. It's one of those two things. And with what we know about the importance that this organization puts on the mental performance of 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 their investments, and that's what Alec Manoa is to this team. It's a big investment, especially when you look at the amount of money that they're paying Barrios and Gosman. They need these kids on minimum.
0: I have to salaries. believe this is an intentional plan because the alternative is gross negligence, borderline incompetence.
2: And maybe that's the case. Maybe this is just a pure. And we knew, Adam, like you and I both, the second that uh, Manoa was sent down, our, our episode was called All the Way Down. And we both very strongly thought there was no way that we see Alec Manoa until September. We don't see him at least until late August and it's looking more and more like that's the case. Who knows if we see him this season at all, but we knew that this was going to be a mega overhaul. And so I think that it does stem to reason that if you didn't have Manoa hundred percent buying in, and I don't even think that Manoa was maybe being a problem outside of, they'd be like, Hey, do this. And he'd be like, well, I've done it this way. Like, you yeah. know, he, he, they just wanted the resistance to stop. And there so maybe if there's any sort of silver lining here, maybe Alec Manoa hit bottom. Maybe they can actually start the full overhaul buy-in rebuild they need from this finishing look, third in the Youngs in 2022 look. pitcher.
0: I don't know much about breaking in a horse. Breaking a horse? Breaking in a horse? I don't even know the right term for it. <laughs> what I know about breaking a horse comes from about Five and a half seasons of Yellowstone. Okay. <laughs> but what I do know is that when you catch a wild horse, you got to break its will.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You got to break it before it will listen to you and be that good work. Horse. I don't, this is a terrible analogy. Anyways, Alec Manoa, if he's giving resistance, that's what it feels like. This was we can go as high as deep as you want with the bull Durham aspect of was the catcher tipping pitches to intentionally make his numbers even worse. I don't know, it's kind of as sketchy as it is, kind of fun to speculate. Who knows? Well, it is, it is
2: fun to speculate, and honestly, the dream is Manoa has hit bottom and he is ready to completely rebuild himself. And this organization desperately needs that because my god, if we just lost our ace. To bad juju, a mental breakdown, and and a lack of preparedness for a season. That sucks.
0: I'll tell you what. For sure, the talk around Twitter, around Sportsnet, around the people who know a lot more than us, was that he might be back on the other side of the All-Star game. Mm -hmm. I think that, that conversation has had a major shift. And there's no way Alec Manoa isn't aware of that conversation.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: So if he's sitting in his apartment in Florida and he's saying, yeah, I'm the shit and I'll be back soon. Maybe this is just a message that, hey, no, you won't. You're a a long
2: ways in front of you, kid. Yeah. Uh, We'll leave it there. But Alec Manoa is the big Rubik's Cube of the year. We'll see what goes from here. Hopefully this outing yesterday was a little bit more of a game plan on the side of the organization than it was a huge screw up that has just completely shattered this kid's confidence even more. <laughs> there you go. All right. We'll Leave see your Friday. comments. Let us know if we're completely out to lunch here, or if you are on board with maybe this is a conspiracy theory worth thinking about. All right, everybody. We'll see you Friday. Thanks so much for the views and the clicks. Uh, Hit that like button. Take care of yourselves. Cheers. Cheers. Thanks for listening to the walk off podcast with Scott Belford and Adam Mack with a new episode every Friday.
1: Thanks for listening.